Hi everyone, I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, and this is The Female Millennial, a podcast where you get to have girl talk with me and some of your favorite boss babes. We're going to be talking about career, balance, and what it really takes to become successful in your industry. So grab your coffee and your notebook. Let's chat, shall we? Hey guys, welcome back to the Female Millennial Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Nicole, and for this episode, we're recording with Listening Party inside of Canal Street Market. You guys know how much of a goal of mine it was this year to be able to bring guests on the podcast, and thanks to Listening Party, I can now do so comfortably inside of Canal Street Market. So today, we're kicking off a new series on TFM called Girls Say What? Hashtag Girls Say What? an unfiltered roundtable discussion with women from various industries where we'll talk about what's happening in the world to what our favorite fashion and beauty trends are. So kicking off the very first episode, I'm so excited to introduce Gabby, Kendall, and Francesca. I want you guys to introduce yourselves, tell us all about you, background, what do you do? Okay, I guess I'm going first. (laughs) So hey guys, I'm Gabby Whiten. I am, well, Most of the time, I am pursuing a PhD in pharmacology at NYU, but on the side, I'm also a content creator. Uh, I create vlogs for YouTube, I blog, and yeah, I think that's a good summary. Okay, that's Gabby. Hey, hi guys, I'm Kendall. Um, I am originally from Chicago, I'm now living in New York, thanks to the the fashion industry. So full-time, I'm a fashion forecasting assistant here at a corporate retailer, and then on the side, I do some freelance editorial work and blogging. And I'm Francesca. I work full-time in influencer marketing for a gifting platform, and I also am a blogger. Uh, I create YouTube content, and I also freelance um, editorial on the weekends. So those are the ladies that we have for today, and I just want to kick off by saying yesterday was National Self uh, National Relaxation Day. Did you guys do anything or no? I drank red wine. Well, mm. I mean, that I was relaxed. That works. I feel like that's yeah. very relaxing. Right. <laughs> it is good. We I went out for it, but it, you know. That's still good. good. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to work for it, you know. Right? Work before you relax. Um, <laughs> I sat there for three hours. It was relaxing. That's those are the best times. <laughs> right? I was telling my friend, I was like, I feel like when I go on coffee days, they end up being like five hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. We're I'm not drinking coffee anymore. We're just here. Right. Yeah. 100%. But that's good, though. That yeah. means the conversation's flowing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Not just sitting in silence for yeah. five hours uncomfortably <laughs> and, like, Maman. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So true. Did you guys, did Gabby, did you guys do anything? Um, well, it's my birthday week. Haha. <laughs> um, but last night, um, me and my friend Michelle went to uh, Dos Caminos, I guess that's how you say it, in... Um, Chelsea meatpacking area. Oh, that one's um, really cute. Yeah, it's very cute. But the weather was so nice in New York last night, um, and so it was just nice to like sit outside and like have the breeze going and like have good Mexican food. So I don't know. I was relaxed. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was on edge the whole night because I went on a date yesterday and it was oh. very. Oh no. Was not very <laughs> successful. So oh. it's fine. So I was like on edge and then I was like, oh. Okay, like this is fine. <laughs> so I guess it was relaxing because it wasn't necessarily the greatest time, but oh. such is life, you know, part of being a 23 year old lady. Um, but yeah, it was semi relaxing. Work is pretty chill. The fashion yeah. and beauty industry is kind of dead 
all of August. It's kind of, I call it French August because everyone is just on vacation and on holiday. So mm. that's so true. Oh, yes. Yeah. My office is empty. Oh yeah. I'm like can't relate. Still here, but that must be nice. No, seriously, my <laughs> office isn't empty, but we have like a lot of product launches coming up, so it's just like everyone's on edge all the time. Yeah. Like there's no downtime. No, we we have like our Paris office, and I just like slack everybody all day. I'm like, can someone? It's like anyone working. <laughs> like, did everybody take vacation at the same time? Like, did nobody like stagger? I don't know. Do you guys have any vacations coming up, or did you take them already? No, I took mine already. And when was that? Mid June. I went to Spain and Portugal. First so of all, I was living through oh Gabby's yeah, like photos. Hundred percent. I just want to say that. Yeah, it was awesome. I can't lie. I really want you and Michelle <laughs> to just keep posting about Portugal for the rest of forever. You um, know, I have enough content where I could do that, but people just weren't vibing with my, well, like, travel I'm vibing really with it. I yeah. was vibing with it. I mean, I was vibing with it, so too. I don't know. No, and people always post my stories, like, sorry, last travel photo. I'm like, no, 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 this is so much more interesting. Yeah. I literally I'm just posted it. a photo today. I'm like, oh, did you guys remember Miami? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the photo again. I was like, give me all of the holiday content. I need to live yeah. vicariously through everybody else's, because I'm just sitting here in New York, like, okay, I'm going to go home again to <laughs> Buffalo right. and sit at home and, like, pet my dog. So like vacay to Central Park. Oh, no, seriously. <laughs> right? You literally, like, as content creators, I feel like you have to find places in New York to make it look like you're not in New York. Mm. Uh-huh. You're like, how many street corners can I take a photo on? Exactly. This is crazy. <laughs> the limit does not exist. Really Any no. and all street corners, different angles, just get a stop sign in there, try to get a taxi, that's the shot. Oh, no, yeah, same. you got to get that taxi. I think my photographer is honestly tired of me saying, can we get a taxi shot? <laughs> Because it's like so cliche, but I still want it so badly. It, it makes a difference. It really does. It really I feel does. like other, I don't know. I feel like people who don't live in New York City are like, it's the taxi. Mm-hmm. We love it. I don't know. It's just like, that's, mm-hmm. it's the iconic New York thing. I hope that's what people think. I hope. I, I don't so. know. Me too. I like to think that what I think <laughs> is what other people think, but that's likely <laughs> not the case. So what are your favorite places to shoot in New York, you would say? Honestly, like right around here. Yeah. yeah like Soho. the mm-hmm. more downtown part of Soho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like there's less people, but it's still, you get those Soho vibes. That's true. Right? I've been really wanting to do Coney Island, but it's just so far from Jersey. I can't <gasps> oh. get myself to do that. Oh, it's so much. But I've honestly never been. I haven't been uh-huh. yet. I went for the first time like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I highly don't recommend. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Kendall, don't tell me this. I have to go next oh, no. week with my parents, and they're oh, so excited. So, yeah. guys, FYI, her facial expression just looked like she was so excited, but <laughs> she, <laughs> she let, let us not. down. <laughs> I let you down hard. I'm you sorry. Did. It was so gross. Oh. oh. Yeah, it was, like, very dirty. Like, you would lay on the beach. And granted, I did go on a very windy day, mm-hmm. but it was, like, trash flying at you. Oh, my God, like, just me running at people. Just, like, and people <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone, okay, this is like one of my pet peeves. I like, you know, I'm all for listening to music on the beach, Mm -hmm. but I hate when people blast it. Oh, yeah. And it's like 10 million people blasting it from different angles, and you're just like, this is a lot. And it's never a good song. No, it's never good. Never. So, I don't know. Don't, Don't recommend, but I think, I feel like you should have you should experience it yeah, okay yeah, and i was probably. like great cannot wait to go next week so <laughs> yeah. excited have fun really sitting on the edge of my seat <laughs> i uh, honestly a great review from kendall right here five you're out welcome. of ten stars. i'll take up travel blogging all right yeah, oh yeah coney island will definitely want that <laughs> review from you <laughs> verified so, review from kendall speaking of like content creation and things like that did you guys see um the news about ariel chanas and something navy yeah. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? Because I, I feel like I saw her, and then I saw something about Summer Fridays on WWD Today. Mm-hmm. I guess they're 
being invested in like I feel like all these influencer brands are becoming like really like more than what I expected so mm-hmm. thoughts so much I was like for me yeah I I don't know I think it depends on like their involvement in it mm-hmm. um specifically like speaking in the beauty and like skincare industry I think if they're super hands-on the products tend to be higher quality since mm-hmm. they are people in the space who have used a ton of products especially with like makeup bloggers um you know they they know the product they know what it's supposed to perform so mm-hmm. I think it tends to be more high quality if they're you know creating their own lot well ironic with Jacqueline Hill I guess but mm. you know creating your <laughs> own line or kind of like putting your name on something yeah. for the most part it's super important to have it very high quality mm-hmm. so I think if this is going to be the case where if she's like starting a lifestyle or like fashion brand or kind of you know capitalizing on the something navy brand already yeah I think it'll be super interesting if she's super hands-on but I'm I'm curious always see you know what I thought like I was reading and she's um, collaborating or she's partnering with the founder or co-founder of Nadam Mm -hmm. the cashmere line I was Mm -hmm. just like I'm so curious to see like what the spinoff is going to be right I know my thoughts exactly Mm -hmm. when I was reading the business fashion article it was almost like sort of confusing yeah right bringing up these sidebars and Mm -hmm. I was like so what is she actually doing? I don't, and you're like, she's doing home, but she's partnering with the cashmere right. brand, but she's doing kids. And you're just like, mm. what are you actually doing? I don't know. I always get very confused when mm-hmm. these launches happen of so much. I think it's super exciting. And like you said, people try out so many products. Mm-hmm. But then you get to the point of like having worked in the industry from the media side to also the retail side and yeah. learning just how much goes <coughs> into like the fit of a garment and what, you know, what the fabric content needs to be. And just like so much behind the scenes I'm like how much are you actually involved in it mm-hmm. if you don't have any fashion industry background besides mm-hmm. like posting mm-hmm. photos and right. talking mm-hmm. about you know this cute thing I found at Nordstrom mm-hmm. that always makes me question things yeah I saw a post and it was talking about um I guess like one of these influencers launched like their own skincare brand mm-hmm. but they were saying that it's it looks cute but it's just like heavily fragranced to make it seem like you know, it's something, but really, like, does it actually work? Yeah, well, I mean, the heavy fragrances aren't even good for your skin. Right. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I, I'm, I'm curious about it because I kind of like when influencers or content creators kind of partner with a bigger brand that might have that expertise mm-hmm. in the space. So, like, I've seen a lot of bloggers, like, work with Nordstrom and have, mm-hmm. like, you know, like a seasonal collection. I know Claudia Sadeski just yeah, like launched hers. Yeah, I just saw that. And that, w- that one's really interesting because, uh, you know, I watched her videos like since early days. Mm-hmm. And so she's like very much like a real person to me. And like her line is very inclusive, like size-wise, style-wise. That's so good. Let's I don't know. It. I think I think it's cool to kind of give these people who might not have that, that background and yeah. uh, partner with these bigger brands. So I don't know. Yeah, I like it when they give credit to like where credit's due. Of, like, yeah. oh, I'm partnering with a brand, or like we were what, for example. She mm. does <laughs> give a lot of credit to mm-hmm. Onya. I will say that, mm-hmm. but she is like, oh, they're handling all their production, and mm-hmm. I'm doing the creative. Like, right. I like when people are transparent about, yeah. I'm actually doing this, but they're doing all the nitty gritty logistics mm-hmm. and this and that. How do we feel about price points? Because mm. I feel like I am all in support of like influencers launching their brands like i think that's so cool i was so excited for ami song song of style oh, the revolve yes. and revolve and yes. then i got online and i was just like 300 for a top can't relate no yeah. 
I don't, for me, I just feel, like, so disrespected. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I don't know. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, influencers are built from their audience. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like, know your audience. Like, can your audience That's exactly what I was, yeah. $300 tops? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't I know. <laughs> I'm assuming at that point they did some analysis yeah, of their I, insights oh. and just try to see, like, what traffic she gets from other affiliate links. I don't know. But seemed like a lot. But maybe she, I don't know. Yeah, I don't or know. Was or right. was it just like keeping up with like the price points on Revolve, period? Probably. Probably. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like it was. I feel like I sometimes know. as well, you can just kind of capitalize on the name. Because in like the fashion space, like that is a celebrity name. Mm-hmm. So yes. like mm-hmm. if you just slap it on, that also like increases the price. So, um, you know, I think that might have been the case with that as well. But yeah, I remember that launching and being really excited about yeah. like the pieces. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is like more expensive than regular Revolve mm-hmm. things, which... I don't, I mean, for a line that's not necessarily like sustainable either, like if it was a reformation line, maybe mm-hmm. it would make a little yeah, bit more right. sense, mm-hmm. but for something that's just like state of the art, like revolve clothing, it seemed like it was like double the price of some other garments mm-hmm. on there. That's literally yeah, what I was yeah. going to say. It, yeah. I mean, it was so cute, but yeah. it was nothing special. Like, it was nothing standout that I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I see why this crop top is $300 yeah. for two inches of fabric. <laughs> just like, you know, just like you know that they're capitalizing on yeah. that. Yeah, well, you're paying for the name at that point. Right. I will say what I've been liking, though, like, with these launches is the marketing, especially, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. the video content mm-hmm. coming from it. Like, her mm-hmm. video content was very on point. Tezza's video content for her Your sunglasses, sunglasses. Oh, very yeah. on point. Like, I can't even, uh, like, my brain hurts, like, thinking about <laughs> the level of creativity yeah. you have to think mm-hmm. for those concepts. So, I don't know. Are there some other launches that you guys have been liking as far as, like, the marketing side? But I should know more about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just kind of find in general, especially I feel like since influencer, like, influencer content and then also influencer marketing in itself has become so huge mm-hmm. that you see even beyond influencer collaboration, brands are just knowing that they have to step it up in order yeah. for their launches to seem you know, editorial and special, like, obviously, like, the Tezza um, and, like, the Revolve launch with Amy was, like, amazing, but I think, like, brands in general, like, aside from their collaborations, should just, like, stepped up their content Mm -hmm. because they know they have to. Like, the stakes are high. Like, people who aren't even part of the brand are creating higher quality content for UGC versus, like, just what the brands are creating Mm -hmm. on their own with their own content team. So I think that's definitely up the ante, which is super interesting, and I feel like brands have to work a little bit harder now to kind of match the content that like creators are um making you know on their behalf that's so true yeah. because mm-hmm. i will say like for my job um the ugc that we get like the impressions are way better than like our actual impressions on our own feed so it's just like crazy to see like how much you have to capitalize off yes. of ugc mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um twisting it to beauty did you guys see the nars lipstick launch <gasps> I oh my gosh! I saw Estee's post about it today, but mm. I didn't see anything else about it. Um, yeah, I didn't see that one, but I did see what Urban Decay launched the Honey Palette. Has, oh. has anyone seen? No, that? I didn't no. see that one. No. No. Well, yeah, I think we all have like different one. launches because Fresh is also. I think they just came out with the her the collab with Ingrid Nielsen. If anybody knows who yeah, that is, Ingrid. she's a YouTuber oh, back YouTube. in the day. <laughs> um, I think they are launching. I know they have definitely one of their like iconic like mm-hmm. lip balms, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure what the rest of the collection holds. Yeah. But huh. that's super exciting. I feel like there's a lot of I guess more influencer collabs as well yeah. with um, different beauty brands, which is interesting. Oh, there's yeah. so many. Yeah, I only mentioned NARS because they launched their um, <coughs> after <coughs> wow after dark <laughs> collection, and they oh. really capitalized off of the sex 
aspect of oh. it? Yes, I saw just the it? one Instagram of okay. it, but I didn't click to see like oh. what the whole story was behind so it. So this makes so much more sense if now. If you watch the video, <laughs> it looks like a penis. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I was just like, this is so weird. So but I probably shouldn't watch this when I go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, it takes a lot to, to like understand like okay. what's happening with like the lipstick melting, and I was just like, oh, okay. okay. But I'm just like wondering about. So we have like sex that a lot of brands are capitalizing off of, and we have CBD. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what the next trend is gonna be because. Oh my gosh. I, I just know. feel like it's just been all over the place. It's yeah, it's full of with like Milk's and Tara's Kush line. Mm. I think Herbivore even like has their emerald oil, which was CBD um, infused mm. or cannabis infused. If anything, there's lots. Of, I'm seeing a lot of sponsored posts for um, CBD gummies, mm. oils. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so I think that's just gonna expand even further. Honestly, it's yeah. what I'm seeing. Um, kind of come in also as like inbounds through um the platform i work for mm-hmm. like lots of you know wellness companies lots of supplements um i think but kind of like similar like uh like wellnessity and care of i think mm-hmm. we're gonna see a lot more like personalized supplements oh. um kind of coming down the pipeline i'm seeing a lot of spawn con for that on youtube especially so i think that's kind of where it's going like personalized uh, personalized skincare we already know like mm-hmm. with bioclarity and like curology so I think it's coming into like personalized wellness now mm. that's a goodie yeah. from a trend forecasting perspective I don't do beauty so <laughs> I don't really pay that much attention to it but I know from talking to the girl on our team who does it's insane how quickly they move compared mm-hmm. to fashion even like we think you know oh my gosh fashion speeding up like fast fashion you can barely keep up with Zara dropping something every two weeks yeah. mm-hmm. even beauty is like miles ahead it is so so wild I, she tells us things and it's just like glazed over i'm mm-hmm. like wow okay girlfriend <laughs> cool so in fashion like how far are they usually like planning ahead i'm working on fall 2020 mm. right now i'm finishing mm-hmm. up spring 2020 and working on fall mm-hmm. we're starting it like next week actually oh wow yeah because i know on beauty like we're on fall 2020 right uh-huh. now too yeah so crazy and I like never know what month it is, what year it is. Like, oh, it's fall 2019 <laughs> now. It's like crazy. Thought it was 2020 already. First of all, I can't believe that it's almost 2020. No, yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't handle. I'm not ready. Are there some goals that you wanted to like accomplish that you felt like you were going to, especially like before 2020 that you looked up and it's just like, all right, not gonna do that. I got literally so many. Uh huh. I'm working on rebranding my vlog at the moment okay. and trying to take it into more of a media brand versus personal blog mm-hmm. and working on that. And I haven't kind of kicked it off working with a couple of business partners, which have fallen through and, you know, thought of a different spin on it and taking it this way mm-hmm. and taking it this way. And so, you know, I definitely thought we were going to launch by now, but that's okay. That's next season. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to learn French. Hadn't done that. Downloaded a couple apps, but... Would you like me to intro you to anybody from my company? You guys can chat and have (laughs) lessons. Yeah, (laughs) hook me up on Slack. I got you. (laughs) Um, I I don't know if I just set like really low goals for the year Mm -hmm. or if I'm just having a good 2019, but I've been doing okay so far. My main ones are always to kind of read more. So read a new book a month and I've been kind of doubling that which That's is really awesome yeah. oh, you go girl um, i failed that one too oh no honest. i'm i started listening to books 
Smart. Ooh, that's a yeah. good. That's mm-hmm. a good. Well, especially mm-hmm. if you spend so much time on public transportation. Mm-hmm. Like I know my train is so crowded that I can't read unless I go to like the further station yeah. and then the first stop on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like just listening. I need to listen to more podcasts oh. on the train because oh, yeah. my subway playlist is just. I'm hearing the same. I'm hearing "Lost in Japan" by Shawn Mendes way too often. <laughs> um, but I had that, and I wanted to start YouTube again, which mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, which who did, would girl. have ever thought that would have happened? I feel? did not. I feel not bad about it honestly i was really nervous because literally like a month before i mm-hmm. started filming again i like wrote a blog post like checking in on my goals for 2019 and one of them was to start youtube again and i think i literally just had like two straight lines of ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> and then like a month later i was like oh you know what i'm bored today i'm gonna film and mm-hmm. i did and so far i've been like keeping up with it so that was like my main like creative goal of the year mm-hmm. um other than just like start writing more in general which have on the freelance side, have dropped down on my blog side, but you know, I'm just trying my best, trying to stay as creative as possible. Well, balance is hard, I feel like. I feel like oh when you God, have yeah. like so many different avenues, it's mm-hmm. you're gonna automatically like put your time and effort into what is like fueling you at the moment. Right. So yeah. I feel like I it's feel so you. hard with like a nine to five as well, or with school like Gabby. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just after I get home from work, I'm just I'm done for the day. I spend my entire day on Instagram and YouTube and like talking to brands and talking yeah. to influencers oh, yeah. and by the time I get home I'm just spent from all social media and I just want to put like mindless YouTube content on mm-hmm. and just I, I guess like veg out and just chill 100% yeah. I definitely feel you. Yeah. I think you? that's the interesting thing for me because I work outside of this space. So like, you know, I'm working with myself all mm-hmm. day and like <laughs> doing science stuff. Like when I get home, that is kind of like my creative outlet time. So I don't know. But I mean, I have a blog. I have YouTube. There's Instagram. So like, I feel like you're always motivated to do whatever almost performing the best. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I kind of operate. So like, I put a lot of work into my YouTube channel for a while. And then I was like, oh, my blog. That's a thing. I forgot about yeah. that. So, right. Yeah. And people are like, when, when's your next blog post coming out? I really like those. And yeah, I was like, oh, maybe I should like get back yeah. on that. See, but I've been know. doing visual blog posts yeah. on my YouTube channel. Subscribe like, at Gabby okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Video content, it's just, it's fun to like edit. I don't mm-hmm. know. I like editing my vlogs. Well, it doesn't require any like typing or like putting words together yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's true video content is definitely something that i wanted to get back into so i'm like trying to inch my way with like igtv oh yeah i've been seeing a lot more of that i've been liking igtv same i'm like if i can be consistent with that then maybe i can like do youtube again right yeah i don't know well the problem with youtube as well is when do you film like especially Mm -hmm. like you can't film when you get home from work so you have to film like on a weekend. So that means you have, and then I don't know. I have roommates, so like, oh, yeah. I'm like, do I just like talk to myself in my room? Like, is she gonna think this is weird? And then I'm just like, or oh, I have a thousand other things to do, and I'm like, I need to film when the light's good in my room because I've not yet invested in a ring light or anything. So it's just, mm-hmm. just trying to find the time also, and then the ideas, and then the editing, and then kind of post editing, and just it's. Yeah, well, the interesting thing about YouTube is I almost feel like it's shifting to be almost, like, more vlog-focused. Oh, for sure. So, like, that helps me a lot, so I just really just carry around the camera, like, and just live my life, and and I get content that way, but, yeah. Do you you feel like you have to do things for the vlog? 
Um, so yes and no. Mm -hmm. My vlogs where I'm just kind of like folding my laundry and like cooking do really well. And People then like, I, I like those. I, yeah. I love that. I have like two sides. I'll either watch like crazy David Dobrik videos where it's just nonsense for four minutes long, or I'll watch like 30 minute long videos of usually my friends, honestly, living their <laughs> lives in New York City. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I already knew this happened because I'm friends with them, but I uh -huh. want to watch it again. Uh huh. Yeah, so it's, it's really interesting, but, like, vlogs where I'm, like, going to, like, blogger events or, like, I don't know, going to, like, doing something fun in the yeah. city, though, like, people are not really, like, interested in that, so. Because they oh. love you for you, Gabby. I mean, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's super interesting. I don't know. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah. I'm not as into YouTube. Mm -hmm. I like video content, but I'm not as into, like, the whole vlog YouTube sphere mm -hmm. yeah. whenever you guys talk about it I find it so interesting but like yeah the analytics behind like what performs well uh -huh. on it uh -huh. yeah so wild so wild yeah it's crazy it, like makes you think like what is Gen Z sitting there searching oh I know I was listening to um Gary V's podcast mm -hmm. and he was talking to someone who's like a YouTube expert or whatever and he was saying that well Gary V was saying that he's not even good at like writing or anything like he transcribes his podcast into blog posts mm. and then he oh. transcribes his video into like the same thing so he basically just like uses everything in like full circle and puts them uh -huh. on different content or platforms that's also so interesting. Super interesting that's what i i kind of want to do though because like i feel like all my platforms mesh well i'm kind of talking about the same thing so mm -hmm. why wouldn't i take a podcast i mean a podcast make it a blog post and then talk about it on youtube Right. Yeah. Cross pollination. Because then also mm -hmm. you just get, I guess it's like cross promoting as well. Like yeah. I've done that with like YouTube videos before because then you're like, well, what if people read my blog but don't read my, exactly. or don't go to my YouTube channel? And then also vice versa. I'm sure there's plenty of people who don't realize that like some OG YouTubers have blogs, like very successful blogs mm -hmm. as well. And it's mm -hmm. just like right. people have different. Um, I guess like content preferences like yeah. Kendall was saying she's not like a humongous fan of YouTube yeah. so maybe like yeah. just kind of embedding some embedding your podcast into mm -hmm. you know a post so even if you talk about it you kind of summarize and give some more in information in your blog and then you have the rest of the podcast uh, kind of like linked down below so I they like can like that. continue yeah. the conversation mm -hmm. here that's yeah. honestly like how I started my podcast I took my best performing my best performing blog post which is like the first time I ever did any type of research <laughs> and made it into like podcast episodes amazing so I was like, oh, well, well, yeah, right? it's like out. if you're already putting the work why not maximize right. it yeah. yeah and i think for me that's kind of almost because i do post on so many different platforms that's almost have evaded kind of the stagnant growth like i still see like pretty good growth on all my channels mm -hmm. and i think it's because people find me on youtube and then they go to instagram and then they're like oh she has a blog and then like you know, it's just kind of like a circle around, yeah. so I don't know. Can I talk about something so wild? That So I'm in this, like, um, blogger group on Facebook, which uh -huh. I, I love these groups. And she was, Wait, saying that <laughs> she was saying that Pinterest, one of the girls was saying that Pinterest has been such a key driver in, like, her Instagram performance. Mm -hmm. like, oh, does she, oh, well, I guess they have the feature, well, they have the feature where you can link through. Yes, so, yes. so she'll right. post something, like, on Instagram, and then she'll link it through to Pinterest come back to her Instagram, like, off of one post, she got, like, 200,000 plus impressions. Mm -hmm. and, it, and most of that came from Pinterest. So yeah. how do you guys feel about Pinterest now? Because I feel like I'm trying to get back into the swing of that. I'm sorry, I... I oh, I will let... No, Kendall, you can go first. I'm being, like, super Italian right now and not stopping talking. So Kendall, oh, my first. God. <laughs> I will say, I have a pin 
that is about Blair Waldorf. Mm. Like, this was a filler content post that I did on my blog about, like, some blah, blah, blah. It was, like, some things I learned about, like, from Blair Waldorf. Uh And I, like, did it right around my birthday time because we have almost the same birthday. And it was just, like, a random thing that I was, like, oh, this is fun. I'll throw up. Mm -hmm. And then I created different, like, thumbnails on Pinterest for it. I have, like, maybe two or three versions. Mm Mm-hmm. That is the number one traffic driver to yeah. my blog. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. absolutely wild. Nothing to do with fashion, nope. nothing about trends, mm-hmm. nothing Instagram. Like, I'm Blair so, Waldorf. I'm so embarrassed by what is <laughs> mine. So, like, when my brand, Hairstyle Media, like, a long time ago when I first started, it was just, like, celebrity news. Mm-hmm. And oh. <laughs> so different. I know. Very yeah. different from women empowerment. Uh, <laughs> um, but I wrote a post about Kylie Jenner's lip fillers. And that is the number one post on my Pinterest. Like, still now, today. Like, wow. I mean, so wild. <laughs> what the people want, I guess. Yeah, I mean. Apparently. I'm like, people really are into, like, the lip plumping. Still. Oh, well, very much yeah. so. But, yeah. Yeah. No, Pinterest, I, like, I have the most random pins that, like, went quote-unquote viral. Mm-hmm. And they're the worst piece of garbage I've yeah. ever, <laughs> That's like, because I wrote them, right? I was like, 17 years old they were all like college based posts so it's like how to spend your summer before college and it's just like 200 (laughs) words of just like hang out with friends like well I'm like who's searching this I need to like find demographics behind this I'm like you guys aren't getting any good content out of this and I have one that's like how to handle online courses which is very informational but like all my college content like outperforms on Pinterest which is so random and I'm just like this is so bad like why like I don't under- like the thumbnails horrible oh. but I guess mm-hmm. I don't know maybe people just well I don't think maybe they like the idea of college advice and then they get to it they're like oh no 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 <laughs> this, is, this is bad yeah no I'm the same way so like I feel like we both started our blogs like in college yeah so a big thing to do was write like advice pieces so like yeah. all of my top performing like posts from Pinterest are all like college based but mm-hmm. my top one so annoying it's like 15 ways to get your life together and the amount of people that come mm-hmm. to my blog for this post it is the worst post ever it's people like, like stuff like that it's just though. like a list of things and i don't even know what's on it but i'm just like why but it does get people to click on other posts on my yeah. blog so uh, right. that's that's all you need honestly you just need click through yeah, traffic but exactly. also yeah. i'm that person who will google how to get your life together so mm-hmm. I'll be one of the traffic. I, say, I would Google right. that for a meme for sure and just like <laughs> screenshot it and like put it on Instagram stories and be like, this is my life right now. Yeah, um, no, I also find, I don't know if uh, for all of my bloggers out there, if you find that like the content that you expect to do better just does poorly. Like anytime I try to do like any styling or like any beauty related mm-hmm. thing, people are like meh. And if I talk like about myself, about absolutely nothing for like a thousand words, it gets infinitely more traffic, mm-hmm. like more engagement and comments. I'm like, why do you care about my mundane life? I don't understand. Like, because you're so funny. I'm yeah, you are. Really yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But like, I'm like, you're I want to be informational, <laughs> and it just doesn't do well. I'm like, well, I guess I'll keep talking about myself. But then that's my life on the internet. It's just like yeah. me talking about me. Yeah, I feel I like that's the same for Instagram too. Yeah, I feel like for blogs. Like, you're, you're almost going to a blog to, like, have a personal connection, whereas mm-hmm. you could get, like, styling advice from Instagram at this point, or, like, yeah. I don't know. Very, like, superficial, like, I guess, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's why I stopped doing shopping posts. I don't do anything, like, shopping-related if it's for a fashion blog post. Mm-hmm. I only do if it's something, like, tangible, like, this is an incoming trend, this is exactly how to style it, or, like, these are, like, 
what it is like the five colors that you need to buy mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. super concrete like actionable mm-hmm. versus like exactly like you can do so many roundups and like here's the five cutest tops on yeah. the internet today yeah. it's like you could literally get that from anywhere yeah, yeah. I, I just start to focus more on like advice pieces on like the stuff like how to get your life together like how to move to like a new city like how to meet new friends and I feel like that's what people want from my blog anyway mm-hmm. and then Instagram I focus more on like fashion beauty some yeah. lifestyle stuff but like you know that makes sense yeah I think that's an important topic. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys picked up any like latest fashion like pieces? Where are you shopping? Okay, I get no. I get all of my fashion info from Kendall, so I just yeah. wait for her <laughs> trend post to come queen. out. <laughs> um, Thank you guys. Yeah, I haven't been <laughs> shopping lately. I think that the last thing I placed was like a random nasty gal order and I oh. meant to get like mini skirts and dresses and I ended up just getting more leopard midi skirts because <laughs> I'm like New York City trash. I can't help it. But the um, Instagram account is fantastic. It's oh, the great. So I'm so good. happy that it exists. Sometimes like me, I guess like meme account, not even meme accounts, but just like content like that. I'm like, ooh, I feel, I'm like, no, I just feel seen with this one, honestly. Because uh-huh. it's like all in good, <laughs> this one's like all in good fun. Uh-huh. Right. It's great though. And they're, oh, they're such good sports. Um, but yeah, I guess I just kind of shop kind of wherever and I just like to pick up pieces that I can wear 12 months out of the year because mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously like, you need those like summer dresses because it's like a thousand million degrees in New York City, oh, especially I know. Oh gosh, in the yes. subway station. We're actually yeah. dying. So like yeah. you need some pieces that are just for summer, but I try to be like as conscious as possible to like make sure I'm not just buying things I can wear like two months out of the year, especially since it tends to just be like fall, winter-ish mm-hmm. kind of spring. <laughs> for like 10 months of the year in New York. Yeah, I definitely feel you. I've been feeling nasty gal. I don't know if it's because of like the clothing or because they always have like 60 to 80% off. I right. My theory still was still deciding. I was oh I think gosh, it's I that, but also the thing that about nasty gal it's like yes, everything's like 50% to 60% off, but also I'm like but then you're just paying the price that you probably should be paying for it anyways, but it feels better. Yeah. Because yeah. you're It does. It mm-hmm. does. I love so it. So they sale. do this thing where so they have three different sale promotions that they run that this is from what I've picked up on. Mm-hmm. So they have, they're like, the whole site is up to 80% off. Yeah. But you look at it and it's actually the, it's the same price it always is. They don't actually change it. So and then yeah. they have, and it's always the same price as that 80, up to 80% is the same price as the, it's 50% off. The only one that is slightly cheaper is the days they do 60% off. That will get you a few more dollars. That's the only time that their price actually drops. So look out for those emails. I was thinking that because I was mm-hmm. like, are they tricking us? Like, they it are. can't always be, like, this cheap. Like, well, not cheap, but, like, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it's relatively though. affordable, yeah. And so it's all mental for us. That's great yeah. marketing, That's though, uh-huh. honestly. I got I to gotta clap it out for them. That's fantastic marketing because I fall for it all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> Oh my god, like, they take so much of my money. I'm like, I want 50% off. Yes, right. I will buy this piece of <laughs> clothing. They had, like, $20 blazers, and I literally got, like, four. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh. I'm so amazing. excited. But I also love Lulu's, too. Um, oh, I've been yeah. shopping there a lot lately. So I've not, I've visited the website many a times. Mm-hmm. I see lots of people posting about it. I've just yet to buy anything from it, so maybe that's my first piece for fall. I'm just going to have to head to Lulu's. Yeah. Right. I go one extreme or the other. I'm either on like Zara, mm-hmm. Nasty Gal, something of that sort, or I do vintage and oh. thrift. And mm-hmm. there's like absolutely nothing in between. I'm like one way or the other. But 
I don't know. I I like it that way, and it's so affordable. Yeah. Because I, you know, I'm balling on that budget. What are you oh, gonna do? Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm like yeah. actually trying to be an adult and save. Sort low to high, guys. That's all you gotta <laughs> uh-huh. do. Uh huh. That is my. Lo- that's honestly gonna be the title of my autobiography. Sort low to high. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, I haven't done much shopping since my vacation, but I'm really feeling H and M right now. Mm. I don't know what it is about oh, it. Yeah, they have a re- new rebrand strategy. Yeah. Did you see? I don't know if anybody's been to the H and M down here on Broadway, but mm-hmm. they combined both of the stores on Broadway because there was two literally two blocks from each other, which didn't make much sense. Oh, but they so combined sorry. them all into the one that's next to Zara, oh. um, like off of Spring, I guess between Spring and uh, Grant or Broom, I don't know. Um, yeah. But it's massive. It's uh, it's huge. It's so clean inside. Everything was really organized. So my guess is it probably opened like three days ago because everything's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. still in place. Uh-huh. But it's so nice. Like the, I was so I walked in. And I was like, what is this? Like this is not the H and M that I knew. But I love it. I'm here for it. I know the merchandising yeah. is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They opened it really quickly too. Mm-hmm. They were only working on it for like what like a month or two, and then it opened last month. Yeah, I don't insane. They flipped it quick. They did a good job. They did. I they love H and M. I like them. I like them more like shopping in store rather than online for some oh, reason. Oh, I, I never shop them online either. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. Like it's a little really difficult to like navigate or something. Yeah, it's or not it looks really friendly. old. Like an old website. It does. It looks so <laughs> old. Even their <laughs> app. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but also you just made me think about like I still haven't visited um, Hudson Yards. Yeah. Oh, me neither. Oh, yeah. So I want to see like that whole shopping center too because there's an H&M in there too right that's supposed to be really nice Uh, you say the Zara there is yes their Zara is supposedly a test store oh so what that means is they put in like smaller units of stuff they're testing for the next quarter (gasps) and they'll test it in that store see how people are buying it because they get just like insane foot traffic between actual New Yorkers and then Mm -hmm. a lot of tourists Mm -hmm. who are in there visiting and a lot of the stores in there are like more more higher end so they get a good mix of customers going in there and people who are more like trend savvy so um yeah so they like try it in there and then it'll launch everywhere else that's so good so now i'm I'm going tomorrow for the first time that's cool it's really cool i will hit up zara do it yeah okay so we are going to wrap up in a second but before we do i want the ladies to hit us with their favorite beauty trends at the moment some products that they're liking Who's starting first? I say like, I will hop right in. I am obsessed with beauty. I just pack it on every day. It's my favorite. <laughs> so I love dewy skin. Well, first thing, all like great makeup looks start with great skincare. Yeah. So I'm all about antioxidant skincare because if anybody lives in any large cities, specifically like New York City and mm-hmm. LA, the air is disgusting. Please cleanse your skin and use like tons of antioxidant products mm-hmm. on your skin as well because it will kind of kind of just cleanse and detox from all of the pollution so i'm loving the um juno uh face oil from sunday riley that's oh. a really great antioxidant um you know chock full of great ingredients and then also the bosha matcha mask is great for antioxidants oh. as well so I if you have to try that it's it's really nice it's really satisfying it's a little difficult to remove because it's so creamy oh. but it's mm. great for like if you ever end up with like high um like uh, acne in your high cheekbone area that's caused from generally from pollution so if you ever see any of those popping up on your cheeks just like detox your skin use some antioxidants like definitely stay super hydrated Mm. um so like for a skincare product that's what i'm into and then for dewy skin um the dior air flash foundation which is so expensive but so worth it 
Um, it's great layered with um, the Laura Mercier Glow Translucent Powder, which is just mm. a glowy version of their like traditional translucent powder. So it's super finely milled. It makes your skin just look like it's not even like sweaty. You just look like you're glowing from the inside. It's so nice. Like you can use it, and you know, on the high points of your face. I put it all over because. That's just what I do with my life, but... You make me want to run to Sephora right now. <laughs> there are VIP sales in two weeks, so I would wait. Okay. <laughs> I would resist the urge for two weeks and then just go crazy. All right, I'll try. Good to know. Ugh. All right, so I am definitely more of a fashion girl mm-hmm. than a beauty girl, so probably don't come to me for much beauty advice, but the <laughs> one thing that I do know is red lipsticks. Mm-hmm. I've got two for you. The Stila, is that even how you say it? Stila? You got it. Stila liquid matte is the best thing ever. It fades off instead of peels off. Like, you know, the Kylie lip kit one just like peels off and it's like dry and grody. This one's really nice. It fades off. So when you're like out out there eating tacos at Dos Caminos, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's good. And also, Revlon color stay oh yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. it's really good Ooh. it's another goodie that like fades off and it's hydrating mm. those are my two for you other than that i love a good red lip they, oh yeah. i'll say to add in my favorite red lips uh nars dragon girl which is the one that taylor swift used to use during her 1989 era <laughs> um it's no it's actually fantastic though it's more of like a, a bluish kind of has a like pink undertone mm-hmm. to it so if that's your jam highly recommend and then two-faced lady balls um, is a great one. And then Clarins also has like a water lip stain that I kind of layer Ooh. under all of my red lip colors. What does that it's, even mean? Water. It's basically, it's literally, it's water in like a little jar. It has like a little brush tip and it'll kind of just gradually stain your lips. So I do like two or three layers of the Clarins underneath whatever red lip I'm wearing, just because especially like I work like nine to six so i'm like mm-hmm. i don't have time to like reapply everything during the day so if it just gradually fades off from like drinking coffee drinking water eating lunch you'll still at least see that peak of red underneath and it's not just gonna be like my bare pink lips oh. and it, do- it doesn't add any like texture it's literally just Ooh. water it stains it and then end of the day you just wipe it off with like your normal makeup remover yeah. the more you know yeah. and it's not too expensive and it yeah. smells delicious so i think it's in like i think it might just be called red like <laughs> Very simple, but yeah, it's a Clarence water lip stain. It's great. I really like Clarence. They yeah, good products. they're great. They just need a little bit of a like rebrand, and they're good. Like they because yeah. their products they are do. amazing, yeah. but everything's just like ten years behind. It's really in terms of packaging. Yeah, it's all about the branding and packaging for it sure. Is. Yeah, but they're like a solid, like solid brand. Their double serum is also fantastic. Sorry, I love beauty and skincare so. No, much. I do too. That which is why I'm still in beauty. But um, <laughs> like for me, I love double cleansing. Um, oh my gosh, New York to. is dirty, so I use Julep the brand I work for. <laughs> I use their double cleanse um, cleansing oil and then I also use their um, why am I blanking? Oh my god. Their cleansing oil and then like their regular like cleansing foam to uh, cream face wash or whatever. Yeah. So I use that and then I am obsessed with Kiehl's yes. and their moisturizer. So I use their moisturizer and also their um, the avocado night cream. Oh, I haven't tried avocado yet. You need yet. to try that for winter especially. Okay. Like if you have any eye crusties, like it's really good for like dry eyes. Maybe not necessarily so much yeah. for like under eye bags. Mm-hmm. But if you get like dry eyes during the winter from your insane radiator, one hundred percent recommend that. They have a caffeine one that I want to try too. Oh no! Oh my god! I okay, know, I, Sephora sound like oh I'm like so ex- like Kills is like my holy grail. Like I really love them. And then I don't know for beauty. I feel like. I've been like everywhere. I've been loving like Bare Minerals foundation lately. I used to use like the L'Oreal um, Luminous foundation and then I'll just 
like switch to bare minerals and it matches my skin tone like which is very hard to find mm -hmm. like where you don't have to mix and everything oh yeah so i think that's like my beauty line and of course like the fenty beauty gloss i've been loving oh, fenty glow that yeah is, like the og <laughs> And then I use Laneige sleeping mask at oh, night. Oh, it's a, anyone who's like, I don't think it's, like, I just don't think it's going to work. I'm like, oh, no, it will. So good. It's, I oh. love Laneige. How does also it not come off? It, well, you, I mean, you don't put it on and then, like, immediately, like, put your head on your pillow. Like, yeah. I let it sit in for, like, yeah. I try to do it, like, be anywhere between, like, 30 minutes to an hour before I go to bed. But it's very, it's a gel. Mm -hmm. So it's very lightweight. Okay. And it sinks into your skin fast. So, like, it's not like you're going to lay down and have your, like, pillow stuck to your face okay yeah. that's my concern i sleep like straight oh, yeah i mean yeah. you I'm just like, need to like to just that. like put it on like not like directly before you go to bed like yeah. you just okay. like you wouldn't like paint your nails and then fall asleep right <laughs> fair enough i felt <laughs> like it works even better like when you exfoliate before oh so yeah i use the kapori mm -hmm. like um i feel like i'm saying that wrong i don't know but they're exfoliating like lip balm and then i use the mask and it's like amazing mm -hmm. good tips guys yeah i All feel right. like i learned so much um I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say I've used the same product since I was like 16, um, but that means they're really good. Yeah. Um, so, oh gosh. So I really love Maybelline. Mm -hmm. uh, they cannot fall in my in my book, but the Fit Me Foundation, literally have used it since I was 16. It's the best affordable drugstore. I used drug the powder. I so used the powder too. It's yeah. so good. I like the liquid. Um, what else? The NARS Climax Mascara I really like, but I feel like that has mixed reviews, but I, I like it. I just tried it. Yeah. My eyelashes are very personal to people, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? I got, like, a free Morphe highlighter. Oh. That, like, actually looks good on my skin. I'm a little darker, mm -hmm. so, like, I think that's almost my aversion to, like, beauty products in general is having darker skin. I feel mm -hmm. like it's harder to find, like, good products. I'm just making that realization now. But, yeah, the Morphe highlighter I like. Um, and then I still use the Naked palette from Urban Decay. Mm. Oh, girl, same. Yeah. I really need to oh, throw yeah, mine out. Yeah, it's, I was I, just I, thinking I, about that. I can, Check I'm not going to tell you guys. when I bought it, but I mean, my eyes are like, okay-ish, kind of. So, <laughs> I mean, they haven't fallen out of my head yet, so. Yeah. We yeah. actually, same though, that's still sitting in my cabinet. No, no. I'm not even going to tell you when I bought it. I mine. need to check the expiration date on a lot of my things right now. Yeah, mm. I did repurchase yeah. it before it was discontinued. Yeah, so I should have done that. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. The original one, which I don't, why? Why do that? I don't know. Maybe they're planning for a relaunch and they just want Probably. to build the buzz for it. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally don't understand. But check your beauty products, guys. Especially if they're expiring, so important. I had a friend; she was using like mascara, and it actually like ended up um, making like hair grow underneath like her <gasps> eyes. Yeah, yeah, because I think the recommended time it's like for like three months. Yeah, it's like yeah. three months. It's yeah. very quick. And she thought that she was getting like bad. She's like, "Oh my god, why am I so like? <gasps> I'm not even tired." And then it was like mm -hmm. fuzzy like hair growing. I'm shook. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, no. I need. Mean, <laughs> so immediately runs home. <laughs> I. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> literally. No. Well, I just saw like a, it was on Instagram. Someone reposted it with like the shelf life of like basically every beauty product, and mm -hmm. I was like, definitely. A f they think the only thing I'm really good about is mascara and um, eyeliner, and that's because I use it so yeah, often yeah. that I just run right. out of it naturally, anyways, in foundation. Mm -hmm. But other than that, like I have, I just, I'm not gonna disclose the dates I've purchased some things, but I definitely <laughs> have had things the same time as like a small child existing on this planet. So let's just leave it at that. 
<laughs> well, I feel like this conversation, I've learned so much, especially about beauty and yeah. like just life in general. So thank you guys for being on the show. Where can we find you? Um, well, I'm at Gabby Whiten on pretty much everything. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, and then my blog is GabbyInTheCity.com. That's a cute name. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Kendall Underdash Becker. And my blog is FromTheRealist.com. Okay, my blog is lifeaccordingtofrancesca.com, which is a mouthful. And then my <laughs> Instagram handle is Francesca Pauline. Yeah, so I will link this all down in the show notes. But thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you guys for listening to the Female Millennial Podcast. And thank you to Listening Party for having us and Canal Street Market. Be sure to follow Female Millennial at Female Millennial on Instagram and Listening Party at Listening Party Presents. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.